Earlier this year, the Northern Rivers region of New South Wales was hit with the biggest flood in modern Australian history. The floodwaters reached four and a half metres high, destroying businesses and homes. At the time, we spoke to Naomi Moran, editor of the Aboriginal-owned and operated newspaper, The Koori Mail. Naomi and her team weren't able to get into their office due to the flood, so instead they focused their energy on the community. This week, a Ways Jerome Commissari checked back in with Naomi to find out how Koori Mail is still contributing to the massive community relief effort. In February, uh, the night before the flood hit, myself and and my staff um, and some of my family members and close friends, look, we had about an hour window to get back down to the offices uh, late at night, I think it was around 11.30, to put everything, I guess, that we needed to get back into production after the flood to the highest level possible. And um, our priority was our computers and our hard drives and uh, all those really important things, the equipment that we needed um, to get back into operations. So um, it, it was a mammoth effort to, to make sure that we had to unplug everything and get it to the highest level possible. And that was after we were already down the office earlier that day. Uh, so we'd been getting flood warnings all throughout that day, the days leading up to it. Uh, and so that morning we were down there elevating things, you know, on that first level And that was on the basis of the 2017 levels that we thought, you know, were going to be similar. And then obviously throughout that day, we got um, other warnings to say that the waters could supersede that 2017 level. So for us, uh, it was was a massive effort to get down there um, and make sure that we protected as much as we could in the little time that we had. And the Koori Mail offices, they're two, maybe three-storey older building in Lismore, but the flood waters reached 14.5 metres earlier this year. Naomi, when you returned to the office, what did it look like? Look, in um, 2017, we received about a metre of water into the lowest level of our office. And, we, you know, we lost some merchandise, some T-shirts, some photographs. There wasn't too much damage at all. Um, but unfortunately, this time around, we lost the entire first floor of our offices. And that's a, the first floor where all of our staff were located. Uh, that's where we operated out of every single day. So unfortunately, we had no idea that it was it was going to be as big as it was. 14.5 metres of water is, is massive. It's a record-breaking flood. And absolutely devastating to to see just how much damage um, as a result of that water. And, you know, really heartbreaking, uh, really a, a distressful thing to see. Um, and, I, and I think the history of the Koori Mail as well was severely impacted by that. Our newspapers, all gone. Um, our files and our paperworks, you know, really important artwork. Uh, you know, the entire history of the Koori Mail just seemed like it was washed away in, in a matter of hours. No doubt that's devastating and there are things that you can't possibly get back, sadly. With all that in mind, though, you turned your efforts to the community, Naomi. What did that look like? I think the reality for us was that, unfortunately, the Koori Mail was, you know, um, devastated just like any other businesses in the CBD and... And I guess we knew that ultimately being able to print a newspaper was completely out of our control for some weeks until we 
we're confident that we could get back up and running as best as we could. So we certainly turned our efforts to supporting our local community and our priority at the time was, uh, you know, our Indigenous people and communities that were located, you know, on the outer parts of our towns, uh, certainly those that were living in Lismore and directly affected by the floods but also making sure that we were looking after Mob Hill cut off by floodwaters. So any other day they could come into Lismore, do their shopping and do their business, but because of the floodwaters cutting them off, we knew that supplies would have been low, um, particularly food and, you know, um, things for the Jarjams and the kids. So we made sure that we quickly set up a flood relief hub uh, on site down at the Koori Mail. Um, as soon as the waters cleared, we had a mammoth amount of volunteers that came from near and far supporting us to make sure we cleared out enough space so that we could actually set up a clothing bank and a food bank and then obviously started putting the word out using the crew mail's profile in the hopes that you know just you know uh, a handful of people um, would be in a position to help us and we certainly didn't expect the amount of support and help that we that we have received over the past six months it's been absolutely incredible it's gone a long way to support so many people that have been affected by by this flood event, not just our own mob and our, and our Aboriginal communities, but also, you know, the entire Lismore community and surrounding regions. My understanding is that it was no small feat. The Koori Mail managed to raise about $1.4 million. Is that correct? Yeah, look, um, you know, when we decided to put up the, the GoFundMe, um, it, was, it was taking the opportunity to, to act really quickly and to make sure that um, we could, you know, support our local communities, whether it was just, you know, some toiletries, some some water, some food, whatever they kind of needed. And and I remember, you know, setting the original goal uh, with a staff member of mine for $100,000. We thought, you know what, if people are in a position to donate um, and we could reach that goal, that'll still go a long way to getting people what they need um, in those first few days after the floodwaters had receded. We certainly didn't expect that it yeah. would, um, it would, you know, blow out to to over $1.3 million and a large portion of those monies have um, absolutely been dispersed to our people in our communities and our Indigenous businesses and organisations as well that were affected by the floods to make sure that they could uh, in some way recover. Also that they could, um, you know, take on that responsibility of providing emotional and wellbeing support to our communities who, are, you know, are still uh, emotionally and mentally suffering from, from the devastation of the floods. So you raised $1.3 million. You said before this was in February. Is this still ongoing, Naomi? Is there still more to be done? I think um, the reality is, is that it's not over yet. And not just in the context of, you know, raising money and, and supporting people in their time of need, but the entire rebuild process is such a long way away. And we've got our Indigenous people, you know, and communities, uh, especially from our Aboriginal communities like Cabbage Tree Island, like Korokai, uh, you know, and the surrounds where um, they still can't return to their homes. You know, houses need to be rebuilt. Uh, you know, either people need to be put into new homes. Temporary accommodation is still a big issue up here. And I think, um, you know, sometimes we lose, it's really quick to lose focus um, because we think six months on, surely everything's okay, but it's certainly not. And we're seeing that every single day. We're still running our flood hub down at the Koori Mail building. Uh, we're still running the Koori kitchen, you know, pumping out hundreds of meals every day to support the local community, not just our own mob. So the reality is, is that six months later, there's still a lot of work to be done and that this isn't going to be over for quite some time. What's the feeling in the community seeing as it's six months on and 
people are still unable to return home, people are still in temporary accommodation. I think what this has, you know, unfortunately, uh, what this has done is, is brought to the surface some of the existing issues that uh, continue to affect our local people and communities, particularly around uh, the housing crisis here on the Northern Rivers. Uh, so the local community, look, I mean, Obviously, we didn't expect that this flood was going to be as big as what it was, but unfortunately now what it means is that because of the the lack of housing in this region prior to the flood, that that's just intensified a lot since the flood and that people have been moved out of the area, placed in homes out of, out of the region. Some have gone into state even. We've still got people living in temporary accommodation like motels and caravans and caravan parks. But there's a large portion of people, particularly our original housing tenants, that um, those houses will have to be pulled down and rebuilt and that will take some time. So um, I think people are still feeling very displaced and obviously that uh, is affecting them emotionally and mentally, but still asking the question, you know, why uh, are, are we in this position where, where the, the housing crisis is so severe that um, it's going to take a long time to to get people, you know, a roof over their head that's going to be long-term for them. Naomi, getting back to the Courier Mail, what does your operation look like now? Look, we have an amazing, an amazing team. I cannot speak highly enough of our staff. Uh, we have an amazing team that were really quick um, to navigate this whole process. Uh, some of our team members who are also affected by the floods directly themselves have uh, been, you know, nothing short of amazing in their efforts to make sure that the Koori Mail stays operational in some capacity. And, uh, you know, we missed three editions of the Koori Mail in its 30-year history. We've never not printed an edition. So to miss three editions, that was, um, you know, that was heartbreaking, really hard for us to accept. But um, our, our team worked really hard to get back up and running and now we're fully operational but we're still printing a paper. Uh, we're still very proud to continue to be the, the voice of Indigenous Australia throughout, you know, these past six months that have been extremely challenging for us. But um, I think that is also a, tes- a testament to the to the strength and the legacy of the Koori Mail as, a, as an Aboriginal business uh, in this region that provides a voice for our people around the nation. Naomi, considering what you've been through and what you've done for the community, I think you might be being a bit hard on yourself. Missing three publications Mm. is probably pretty understandable. So you raised money for the area, the community. Now you've got a fundraiser for the Koori Mail itself. What are you hoping for? Yeah, like I said before, um, our priority was was our community, you know. Our mob comes first and uh, so we kept working down the line until we felt we were in a position that um, we'd we are given as much support as we could to our community and, and what that did was kind of leave us a bit behind in terms of the rebuild compared to other, you know, businesses or, or organisations in our region. But we're okay with that. Um, and now, you know, our focus is making sure that we complete our rebuild and that's going to take some time and obviously take some resources, in, including some financial support. So we have put the word out there, you know, the Koori Mail is 100% Aboriginal owned. It's owned by five Aboriginal organisations throughout this Bundjalung region. And each of those communities in some way were impacted by this flood event as well. So we are putting the call out for people to assist in any way they can. We do have a GoFundMe that's available for the Koori Mail rebuild. Um, and we're certainly open to having conversations with anybody who's in a position to support the Koori Mail to rebuild. Naomi, what are you hopeful that the future will hold for the Koori Mail? Uh, look, I think 30 years as, a, as an Aboriginal business, I'm proudly based here in, in, in Lismore, uh, in Bundjalung country, is something that 
you know, the Koori-Mail uh, board and, and the community here really celebrate that for the past 30 years, um, you, you know, the Koori-Mail is such an institution. It's very proud to be the voice of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Australia in newspaper form. And I think that's something that we're really hoping to pick up on um, as part of our rebuild, making sure that we continue to share the stories of our people in various platforms. Um, and obviously, you know, looking forward to another 30 years because obviously, you know, we're in a position now to consider what the Koori Mail looks like, not just post this flood, but what this looks like, uh, you know, for our people, for our readers, for our listeners. And I think it's really important that we continue to support the voices of, of our people, uh, not just locally, but around the nation. Naomi Moran is the general manager of the Aboriginal-owned and operated newspaper, The Koori Mail. If you'd like more information about the fundraiser or The Koori Mail, you'll find a link in our show notes. Getting in touch with ABCRN is easy. Join the conversation live using the ABC Listen app's call and text features.